It's time now for Empowered Family Talk with Francita Hallris. Empower your family with the dynamic new book by Francina Hallris, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are. It's the book that gives you insights into life's problems. Francina Hallris is an author, motivational speaker, and national broadcaster who believes the answers to your problems lies within the knowledge that was once traditionally passed down by families. But that knowledge has been short-circuited by today's faster pace. The book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are, brings that accumulated wisdom to the problems that all families face. You'll find your copy of Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are at Amazon and at Better Bookstores. Empower your life with the dynamic new book, Our Sixth Sense and Purpose, The Power in Knowing Who You Are by Francina Hallris. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. It's family time, and welcome back, listeners. Listeners, our leadership learning series continues, quote, a life in transition, unquote, on our pathway forward. And listeners, today's focus is the transition to God's divine harvest part two. And listeners, for a recap of last week's message, we spoke about separating the wheat from the shaft at harvest time. We must not be deceived and recognize that a weed is not a seed. And a seed is not a weed. We must consciously ask ourselves daily, listeners, Quote, who are we given permission to sow seeds into our own minds, our body, our soul, and our spirit? What are they sowing, listeners? When are they sowing it? Where are they sowing it in you? And why are they sowing it in you? And lastly, listeners, how are they sowing into you? Now, listeners, Today, our focus is the law of harvest. Special writing from my colleague, Professor Charlie Wang, at the University of Manchester in the United Kingdom. He wrote June 30th, 2019, and it reads as such, quote, Galatians 6, verses 7 through 10, Matthew 7. Verses 16 through 19, and he writes, Our God created the universe with his law. Our God created the universe with his laws. Everything is governed by some laws, like the law of gravity, holding all of us to the ground. Everything is governed by some laws, like the law of gravity holding all of us to the ground. Listeners, God gave humankind the most unique and sophisticated creature in his creation. He gave them the ability to comprehend laws. God also gave people faith to believe that his law is non-negotiable in any sense and that God is not 
going to be mocked. Those who despise or violate God's law have to swallow up the bitter fruit. Those who obediently seek and follow the law will be regarded and rewarded greatly. Psalm 119 verse 1 says this, quote, Happy are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord, unquote. Blessed are the undefiled in the way, who walk in the law of the Lord. All the scientists and researchers are in the business to find out laws of nature and human life. All schools and parents try their best to teach the upcoming generations to understand and to follow all kinds of laws. Churches of Christ proclaim the spiritual law to the world and equip God's people within the power to follow God's law. Listeners, one of God's fascinating laws is the law of harvest. The human race can survive on the surface of the earth because of this law. It is the most basic assumption of agriculture, listeners. It includes three principles. Let's notate those principles. Number one, listeners, we reap what we sow. Number two, there is a time gap between planting and harvesting. And number three, we reap much more than we have sown. Let's think about the peasant's life of scarcity thousands of years ago. Peasants didn't have much food for the family. Both parents and children had to go to bed with empty stomachs. They had to put aside the seeds for the next spring, listen. Nobody dared to eat up the peanut seeds for the harvest of next year. This is the faith of farmers, he writes. They know for sure God's lawlessness of harvest. It continues to work for the years to come. If they want to have more food, they have to save the best seeds in hope to harvest more. If monkeys have a bag of peanuts, they would not keep one as the seed for planting. They eat up the last one. They don't understand, listeners, the law of harvest and don't have faith in it. They are animals. This difference, listeners, separates humans from animals. The law of harvest is both true and applicable to the food production and our spiritual lives. That's why St. Paul shared this truth in Galatians 6, 7 through 8, listeners, quote, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For you reap whatever you sow. And if you sow to your own fleshlessness, you will reap corruption from the flesh. But if you sow to the Spirit, you will reap eternal life from the Spirit. Unquote. Listeners, let's be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Thank you for listening to Empower Family with Francina Horace. With your donations, we are able to bring you God's Word. You can go to www.coachtapefoundation.com and press donate. 
That's www.coachtatefoundation.com. Don't forget that God is always in your corner. Now, welcome back, listeners. Every spring, we think of what to plant in the backyard. Cucumbers, tomatoes, beans, green onions, and squashes. We know what we plant would decide what we're going to eat on the dinner table. We cannot change what we have already planted. We need to decide what we are going to reap beforehand. Listen, sometimes we are not happy with what we have planted. But we can have a fresh start when we plant and plan what to plant. We can't change the past, but we can decide the future by planting the right seed. Listeners, Jesus stated clearly in Matthew 7, verses 16 through 18, that says this, quote, Are grapes gathered from thorns or figs from thistles? In the same way, every good tree bears good fruit, but the bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit, unquote. It is ridiculous for anyone listeners to expect to gather grapes from thorns. It doesn't matter how much time we spend in prayers or Bible study. God is not going to turn thorns into vines for grapes. Unfortunately, some Christians, including pastors or some church leaders, try hard to alter what they have planted through religious practice. That's a wrong theology. God is not going to break his own law. God teaches and disciplines his children all over the world, reinforcing this law, listeners. If we plant something wrong, we can ask God for forgiveness and start over anew for the future. But, listeners, we have to swallow the bitter fruit. Job, a wise and godly man, reached a priceless conclusion in chapter 4, verse 8. says this, quote, As I have seen those who plow iniquity and sow trouble reap the same. However, listeners, people deceive themselves in an effort to get away from what they are responsible to reap. No, they can't get away. God is not going to be mocked. His throne is set up in our midst. The law of harvest is not going to be compromised, listeners. Always be careful when we are to sow some seeds. Let's notate the second principle, listeners. The second principle of the law of harvest is that it takes time for the seed to sprout take root, grow, bloom, and bear fruit. It doesn't matter whether we sow good or bad seeds. We need seasons or years to see the harvest. It is inevitable. Its arrival is slow, listeners, but it's sure. In this matter, listeners, our sinful human nature deceives us in two tendencies. We are too impatient for the good seeds we have sown, and we are ignorant of what the bad seed is to bring forth for us. Now, listen, St. Paul encouraged all of us in Galatians 6, 9, quote, 
Let us not grow weary in doing what is right, for we will reap at harvest time if we do not give up, unquote. And listeners, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. It is easy for us to get tired and weary when we don't have the result immediately. We all know that education is a good investment. However, listeners, it takes a very long time to see the harvest. There is no shortcut for any students to take. They have to be trained year after year. A medical doctor spends 20 plus years for general education and special training to be qualified. I told English learners that mastery of a language like English takes tedious work of decades. Many people fail to harvest from the good seed they sow because they can't wait long enough for the reaping. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. We desire to be spiritual and mature people, but if we don't sow the spiritual seed day after day by reading the scriptures and praying and meditating on the truth of it, we are not going to grow spiritually. There is only instant noodle or instant coffee, but there is no instant saint. We are spiritually weak, and it is easy to grow weary, listeners, in doing what is right. If we don't give up, we will reap the harvest. It is the matter of faith and perseverance. Children of God are not day traders in the stock market. They know the law of harvest. They are patient farmers, sowing, watering, plowing, and harvesting every day till eternity. But listeners, on the other hand, people become too ignorant of the bitter fruit waiting for them on their way. Since they don't see the consequences right away, they mistakenly believe God's law doesn't work for them. That's one of the biggest human mistakes that can be made. Years ago, he writes, there was a great ABC News anchor, Peter Jennings. He smoked heavily for de decades when he reaped the fatal fruit of accumulated nicotine and tar residue in his lungs. Everything was too late, listeners. People are blinded by elusive temporary gratification and overlook the inevitable consequences of it all. Now, listeners, I remember a line from a movie, quote, the Lord of War, unquote, why should I be bothered by the disease of HIV positive, which might kill me in 10 years, unquote. Now, listeners, Proverbs 20, verse 4 says this, quote, the lazy person does not plow in season. Harvest comes and there is nothing to be found, unquote. Now, listen, the Bible tells us not to blame anyone else when the bitter fruit is on our plate. Don't envy those who reap a lot from their good seeds. People long for a trustful relationship. However, if people are not honest, listeners, and if they're not sincere, there would be neither trust nor relationship. We don't sow and plow in the season. We have to be empty-handed sooner or later. The law of God, listens, and the law of harvest dictates this. Quote, we cannot see a physical God, but God's law is everywhere, listeners. We can't afford neglecting it. 
Amen. If you'd like to be a guest speaker on a Power Family, give us a call at 904-234-6970. That's 904-234-6970. Let us help us get your business out to the world. And welcome back, listeners. Let's now take that third principle, is that we reap much more than what we have sown. A handful of seeds in spring will produce a truckload of crops in the fall. It yields hundreds of times more than what we have sown. Think about King David, listeners. When he occupied Bathsheba, the wife of his warrior, Uriah, he thought he did a little evil in a little sneaky way. But our God is not going to compromise his law and his principles because of David's status, listeners. His contributions are the size of the evil. God confronted David through the prophet Nathan in 2 Samuel 12, 10 through 12. And he said this, quote, Now therefore, the sword shall never depart from your house, for you have despised me and have taken the wife of Uriah, the Hittite, to be your wife. Thus says the Lord, I will rise up trouble against you from within your own house. And I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor. And he shall lie with your wives in the sight of the very sun. For you did it secretly. But I will do this thing before all Israel and before the sun, unquote. David murdered one innocent person. But the sword never left his household. His children and grandchildren killed each other. He took one woman at the cost that all of his wives were raped on the top of the palace in public. Psalm 32 and 51 tell people how many tears he shed for this so-called little evil. Now listen through David's confession and repentance. God wants to tell all humanity that we should never overlook the size of the evil seed and never sow it. It will grow to the size beyond what we can handle, listeners. God forgave David, listeners, and continued to use him. But the bitter fruit went after him for life. Now, listeners, by the same token, the good news is that God rewards a little good seed with abundant blessings. The Lord Jesus promised, listeners, in Mark 9, 41, says this, For truly, I tell you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink, because you bear the name of Christ, will by no means lose the reward, unquote. Listen, a cup of water counts very little these days. But if we give it to God's people in Christ's name, it's a good seed and the best investment we can make. God's reward is attached to any small, unseen good seed. Children of God always look at the glorious harvest in eternity and plant good seeds for it every day. And we all thank God for the founding fathers of America. Those humble Christians were struggling for what kind of country they should build in seeking God's guidance listeners. Finally, they sowed good seeds of peace, democracy, justice, fairness, and liberty. Therefore, listeners, we can have this great country in this world today. 
We thank God for letting us learn together the three principles of the law of harvest. They are, again, listeners, we reap what we sow. There is a time gap between planting and harvesting, and we reap much more than we have sown. Now let us pay particularly attention to what kind of fruit we need in life, listeners. And there are three kinds of fruit. The good crops we need in this life. Number two, the spiritual fruit to make us holy as God's children. And number three, the eternal fruit in God's glory. Listeners, the good crops we need in this life mean our overall well-being, including our health, our wealth, purpose of life, all relationships, and growth. And of course, listeners, life is not fair. We are limited in our DNA, our birthplace, early education, growth circumstance, opportunities, so on and so forth. But we still can do many good things, listeners, to improve ourselves in the light of God's wisdom, his insights, and his strengths. Good food, sound rest, appropriate exercise, joyful heart with contribute to our health at length. Financially, Christians are not encouraged to pray for a windfall from heaven. We need to be frugal, tied to God, save the right portion of income and invest in right places for retirement. In relationships, we need to be determined to improve ourselves in integrity, care, and love, listeners. In education, we should waste no time but grasp any opportunity to learn. God is good, listeners. He allows us to plant good seeds every day in all aspects of our lives. Amen. The crops of well-being will be ours, listeners, as long as we have and never lose heart. The Bible lists nine spiritual fruits, listeners, and we'll be right back and share those nine fruits. You've been listening to Empowered Family Talk with your hostess, Francina Haldress. Be sure and join us next week and every week at this time for the program that brings you practical answers to the questions of the 21st century. Now, welcome back, listeners. The Bible lists nine spiritual fruits in Galatians 6.22. Let's notate, quote, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, unquote. Now, listeners, these nine fruits have little to do with what we have. They are a part of a Christian character, even though I don't have them all. But I love to be close to those whose life is full of these nine fruits, he writes. I love to be a man of these nine fruits. How can I? Every day he lets the Holy Spirit work through him. I learn to obey the voice of the Holy Spirit. I plant the seed of God's word and let it take possession of me. As long as we turn ourselves to be a fertile soil, listeners, for the seed of the Holy Spirit, 
we will grow into godly people with nine beautiful fruits. It takes time, listeners, but the fruit is worth more than anything else in the world. And finally, listeners, he writes, Christ is the seed of eternal bumper harvest in heaven. He loves you and me. He loves to see us reap in his glory. The fruit is forever, listeners, and it's worth more than anything we can have. If we plant good seeds every day and reap the three kinds of fruit, we will be very, very, very rich in every sin. And listeners, honestly, all of us are reaping what we have sown, what we sowed yesterday or yesteryears, and at the same time. We are sowing seeds for the future, reapings. No one is too old to sow good seeds from now on, listeners. What we sow and how we sow will determine what we're going to reap. After studying the law of harvest, listeners, we should be determined together to sow good seeds every day in good faith and expect three kinds of good crops in our harvest. God will smile at you and me, listeners, saying this, quote, good, faithful servant. Your surprising word is here because you have followed my law of harvest, unquote. Amen. Thank you for listening to Empower Family with Francina Horace. With your donations, we are able to bring you God's word. You can go to www.coachtafoundation.com and press donate. That's www.coachtafoundation.com. Don't forget that God is always in your corner. Welcome back, listeners. We have a special rendering here by our colleague, Pastor Bruce Edwards, published December 2021. And it reads, the law of harvest is a very powerful biblical truth, listeners. Don't mistake a weed for a seed or a seed that is a weed. Galatians 6, 7 says, quote, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that he will also reap, unquote. And listeners, this verse clearly sums up the principle of the law of harvest. People will receive a harvest, good or bad, from whatever they planted. Harvest can produce either a positive or negative result in your life. The harvest you reap, listeners, is determined by the kind of seed you sow. Now listen, this law can work for you or it can work against you. Let's make sure it works for you and here's how. Number one, four principles that govern this law. Number one, let's notate, listeners, the principle of producing. This is the foundational principle of this law, listeners. What you sow is what you reap. Enthusiasm breeds enthusiasm. Action breeds action. Apathy breeds apathy. Anger breeds anger, and so on. The seed you sow produces what is in the seed, listeners. You can't sow corn and expect to get wheat. You can't sow discord and reap unity. You can't sow hypocrisy and reap holiness. You cannot sow to the flesh and reap to the spirit. Listeners, whatever you sow, that is what you will reap. If you plant apple seeds, apple trees are what you're going to get. If you plant thorns, thorns are what you're going to get. 
Whatever you sowed, you reap, listeners. Number two, let's notate the principle of patience. This principle means you reap later than you sow. Quote, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up, unquote, Galatians 6, 9. Listeners, the reason that many people don't see the harvest in their lives is they don't have enough patience. They grow weary and give up on the seed. Too many of you are pulling up your radishes by the roots, tying and trying to see if they have grown, and then they try and pull them back in the ground. We don't give God enough time to bring the crop in. We live in the quote now, so much is right at our fingertips. The law of harvest doesn't fit into the microwave mentality. There is no such thing as spontaneous generations. Amen and listeners, until next week, same time, same station, we'll continue part two. Thank you for listening in today to the Empower Family broadcast with Francina Holris. You may send letters of prayerful and financial support to 521 College Street, Asheville, North Carolina, 28801. If you are in need of prayer or would like to contact the ministry, call us at 904-234-6970. That's area code 904-234-6970. You can also visit the ministry website at www.coachtatefoundationcoachtate foundation.com or email us at contact at coachtatefoundation.com. Be sure to tune in next week for another broadcast from Empowered Family Talk. This program is sponsored by Demetrius Designs. Francina Hallress on Empowered Family Talk. Tune in next week.